You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The best Orioles coverage. The best Ravens coverage. The best Terps coverage. 105.7 The Fan. Ravens take on the Bears Sunday, 1 o'clock. Jim Nance, Tony Romo, and Tracy Wolfson will be on the call on CBS Television. And Jim Nance, play-by-play voice of the game, joins us now. And Jim, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us again. My first thing is, how much better does it feel doing these games with with fans in the stands? A year ago, we talked to you before, I think, Ravens-Steelers, and you're doing games at empty stadiums. It almost doesn't even feel real now, what happened last year. Great to be with you guys. Uh, I'm so excited to have the fans back. I think we've we moved so fast in this world that you kind of just already have moved on from the idea there were no fans in the stands. Yeah. But it was a long year, and it was difficult. I mean, it was really difficult. I'm thinking, and I don't think I told you guys this, I'm thinking of one episode in particular It happened in a at Baltimore. And I want to say it was a Tennessee at Baltimore game. You remember that game last year, mm-hmm. Derek? Henry yep. broke one in overtime Fake and went into the tight. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we're in a commercial break. And, you know, I love doing games there in Baltimore. So far this season, we haven't had one. But Tony was having a conversation from the booth, and he was not having to push his voice. We were in a timeout. And he and Dez, so whatever point it was that Dez had signed with the Ravens uh-huh. late in the year, and I think it was a Tennessee game, Dez was on the sideline in uniform, and he and Tony were communicating with each other. They were talking from the field up to the booth and back while we were in commercial. <laughs> That's surreal. That's how quiet it was. Crazy. Oh, my goodness. Isn't it well- nuts? Hopefully yeah, we're never great. hopefully we're never going back to that, brother. Um well a uh, lot has changed for this Ravens team since we last chatted with you. Uh they now are heavy play action team. They're throwing on first down much more than they ever have before, and they've got these ascending young receivers and a whole bunch of question marks at the running back position. Uh a little different than the twenty nineteen, twenty twenty version, is it not? I think it is, but, you know, you've got some constants there. I mean, Mark Andrews has now evolved into one of the truly premier guys. Mm -hmm. He was close, but now, I mean, he's he's one of the top guys at that position in the whole league, and we know how much Lamar uh, relies on him. But when you got John Harbaugh over there and the front office that you have with Eric and everybody else, how they've done it this year, I think nationally, maybe you guys are kind of numb to it by now, and I see, of course, Le'Veon's been cut, but to go out and start over virtually days before week one of the season and lose your entire running back room, and then you go out and get some guys that are long in the tooth, you know, guys that are considered to be journeymen now at this point of their careers, guys that had great careers, but they had nothing left. And to be able to do what they've done at that position and move on without missing a beat. I think Lamar's 
you know, he's stepped up his game another mm-hmm. notch. He has. And, uh, I, I, you know, the, the, the Miami game, of course, we have to put an asterisk on that one. But uh, it, it's it's a dangerous team. There's no question. I know they've got a tough schedule coming up the rest of the way. But, you know, I, I think the Ravens are fully capable of winning the whole thing. I really do. Jim, you guys get most weeks to what you guys think is the ideal game or the best teams, but this has been a weird year. You know, the Titans lose to the Jets. The, the 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 Browns got blown out by the Patriots last week. Are are you? Is this just a, as weird a year to to you as it's been to us? And who are you really buying right now? Well, I'll put it this way: I started doing games for CBS. I started CBS in 1985, and I was a college football guy initially. I was the host of the College Football Studio Show. And within a year, they wanted me, after I left the studio on Saturday, to go do the Sunday night games on CBS radio. And that evolved into doing the Monday night games on radio with Hank Stram. So I had a look at the league since the the 80s. -hmm. And then I started doing games on TV with the the NFL games starting in, in 1991 on a regular basis. So I've been around the league for over 30 years. I would say these last three weeks would be the strangest stretch yeah. that I've, I can ever recall in, in that in that 30-plus year span. You mentioned some of the results. Cincinnati falling to the Jets. Denver blowing out Dallas. Yeah. I think the craziest of all is Jacksonville beating <laughs> Buffalo. Yeah. Miami over Baltimore. Washington over Tampa. These have all happened in the last couple of weeks. It's the twilight zone. <laughs> so, you know, you get you get to where you think this is the best team. You can see them in your head, you know, winning the conference, maybe winning the whole thing, and then all of a sudden they lose to a bottom feeder. I've never seen the bottom feeders have a better time of it than they are right now. And for the fan, I know it's not what the Baltimore fan wanted last week, because uh, like everyone else, I didn't see that coming last Thursday night. But if you're going to tune in a random game like tonight, Atlanta against New England, well, we all think New England's going to win. And this actually would not be as random as some of the ones I just documented. Right. Atlanta's actually not a bottom feeder. They're in the middle of the road. But like you tune in the game now, and you actually tune in and think it's not a foregone conclusion. So it's kind of exciting. I think one other variable, and we talked about it here at the Open about this, the stands, and obviously there's a lot of things that are back to normal um, in this age of COVID, but not everything. And you guys had a game on Sunday where – I mean, that's not the best Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. has ever played, right? And Aaron Rodgers was symptomatic for a period of time and not feeling great. He said as much. A lot of guys experience lingering effects. It touches different people differently. Um, we've got a situation this week, right? Pittsburgh and, and the Chargers, huge game. That's likely going to be uh, influenced by, by COVID from a personal standpoint. I mean, that that's still a factor, I think, Jim. And, I mean, you you just saw it with your own eyes. I mean, it may take Aaron Rodgers a little bit to get all the way back. Miles Garrett never really got back yeah, last year. Ago. I mean, I think we sometimes minimize that in our assessment of this as we try to 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 look at it from the big picture. But I still feel like COVID's going to influence the playoffs to some degree because there's going to be certain weeks where it's clearly a factor. That's a really good point. I mean, I, I think that you can't minimize what it takes to be back at full strength. And I, I in Aaron Rodgers' case, uh, he – he didn't play awful. Right. I mean, I think he threw for 292. And sometimes we skew stats. We didn't throw for any touchdowns. Well, he probably could have gotten a couple of easy throws for touchdowns if he wanted to. Instead, they went with two Dylan short runs for touchdowns. And then you maybe optically say, hey, he threw for 300 yards and two touchdowns. He was back right away. 
So statistics are a little tricky. I do think he was slightly off. I don't mm-hmm. think it was a gigantic drop for him. But I do get what you're saying in some of these cases that, you know, it, it could affect guys for several weeks. And you were alluding to what will Roethlisberger look like mm-hmm. on Sunday? You know, when he has to go all the way out west and play. And, you know, Ben's he's up there in years and his body doesn't recover like it used to. This guy used to – it seemed like he was indestructible yeah. early in his career. You couldn't bring him down. You couldn't knock him out. And, and now these things – it happens. You know, he's 39 going on 49 with the, with the yeah. hits he took early in his yeah. career. So you're right. It might be – it's a tricky game, uh, game to look at uh, when, you, when you think of it in that sense. We're talking to Jim Nance. It's Inside Access. Jason Lockin for Ken Wyman. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs blew out the Raiders Sunday night, but they haven't been immune from from looking different this year or getting beaten in games we didn't expect them to lose. Do you feel confident that they've righted the ship? I'm, I'm not confident. I know there are a lot of people that wanted to come off that game and routing the Raiders and think that they've made it all the way back. I still think there are issues there. Maybe you can find holes in every game pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I, I just think that you know we're one game removed from them putting up 230 yards and having six three and outs against Green Bay at home at Arrowhead one week ago. So I think there are still issues. I, I you know 15 gives you a chance every single week and will for years. I think their defense we got to still see. It's too early to conclude that that's a championship defense. Um, but we live week to week in this league. I yes. mean, look at the Rams. <laughs> right. We were all ready to give Matthew Stafford, anoint him yep. as the league MVP, and the Rams pulled off. Well, and again, I'm not going to get too in-depth on the trade because it's still looking like a favorable trade mm-hmm. for them. But I think the story gained so much momentum. We were all jumping on the Rams bandwagon and kind of looked at them like, well, they've got to be there at the end. Well, they come off of two primetime exposures and two really bad losses. I mean, for Tennessee to go out there and handle them like that on the heels of Derrick Henry, being hurt, it's it's surprising. And the 49ers, in a lot of ways, didn't surprise me. They were playing for their lives, and we know that Shanahan can come up with some really good game plans, and uh, and that he did. That was never even a competitive game. So where do you go? I've had two Tampa games in the last month. Would I believe that they were going to look like this these last two games for them? I mean, what's what's happening here? So it's too early to anoint anyone as a deadlock cinch or, you know, believe fully that they're going to be there in the end. I mean, we are still one, two, three. We're three months away almost. Yeah. February 13th is the Super yeah. Bowl. We're three months away. This changes, like, it changes by the week. And to think that somebody's hot now means they're going to be hot in mid-February, It's that's a real reach right now. Well, I, I will go out on this limb and say – it would be very surprising if we don't have you on the call of some more Ravens games coming up, just looking at that schedule yeah. and how wild and wacky this AFC is. Hopefully uh, you and Tony and Tracy make it to our fair city soon. I, with all these Steelers and Browns and Packers Rams, games coming Packers. up, Rams, yeah. um, should be fun. I love the division. It probably is my favorite division in the league. Uh, I we, we get our games assigned. Chase, you know this. Yeah. We're... we're usually two weeks yeah. out. So the most recent game we've been assigned, we are up through Thanksgiving Sunday uh, on our schedule. We're not working Thanksgiving Sunday because we're working Thanksgiving Day with right. the Raiders at the Cowboys. will be in Dallas, and they're giving us the Sunday off. The following week, which is the first Sunday of December, is a doubleheader game for us. And Baltimore, of course, plays at Pittsburgh. That has not been assigned yet. 
but you can take that to the bank that we'll be doing that game. <laughs> Inconceivable that we would not be doing that game. If I can get odds on that in yeah. Vegas, I will effort yeah, yeah. to do that right now. <laughs> well, I'm not allowed to. I can't get Kenny. You should. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm going on there right you now. Should, you should get on that. Well, we, we yeah, look Jim. forward to that call and this call and all you guys do. Um, it's, it's a pleasure to call you colleagues and uh, keep on kicking butt. Yeah. Right back at you, my friend. Same thing. Love being on your show, Jason. And you too, Ken. Thank you, guys. I'm excited to be back in, uh, in, in uh, Raven rarefied air with, uh, <laughs> with this team. I, I have a great regard for what they do as an organization. Top to bottom, starting with Steve Bashotti, who's one of these owners that doesn't want anyone, doesn't look for any acclaim, nope. looking for anybody to put them on camera, anything. He just He's a great leader, and it starts there, and at every level, I see quality in that in that organization, and I you know I still say if I had to go start a team right now and pick a coach, John Harbaugh is yeah. if he's not my coach, he's going to be on my my list of two or three names. So they're proving it again. They know how to win. We'll be in Baltimore before it's all said and done, but we got them on the road this week. We'll try to give you guys a good broadcast and. Hopefully come back on the show soon. We have no we doubt. We look forward to it. Yeah. Thank you. Jim Nance, thank you so much for your Thanks, time. Guys. We appreciate it. Uh. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.